Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Get out of shit, but I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I think patience is definitely a virtue. Yeah, and I've always said that. It helps us deal with ourselves. Uh, but that's the thing. That's that's no different than how magic works. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can know the words, but if you don't believe the words, that don't, the words yeah, don't work no for you. There's no intention behind it. If they there's don't no work. word behind it, it's... it's that is a to me that is bippity boppity boo. I won't say a hundred percent. Yeah, the abracadabra. <laughs> I wouldn't say a hundred percent, but I, I think that's ninety eight percent of non believers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's people who secretly and embarrassingly have tried this shit, but it didn't work for them. They try to conjure up a spell and nothing happened and it farted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's supposed to do this. Is this what they're so excited about? <laughs> the poop. Is this magic? Yeah. Get it out. <laughs> yeah, it's gassy magic. We all do it. <laughs> and I think that is, you know what I mean, no different than religion. A lot of yeah. the non-believers is people who have been close to this and they're yeah. afraid of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they watch us every day from their fear. That's what makes them create sometimes irrational attachment to us and irrational fears. Yeah. Like imagine someone who's afraid of fire. And then imagine them watch someone handle fire every day. To them, that oven is the sun. (laughs) You feel me? Yeah. So to you, you the nigga who bake on the sun. This motherfucker be baking on the sun. (laughs) Like, to you though, it's just an oven. You just putting your food in the oven. You shut the door. This is a visual world. That's why we create. That's why aesthetic is so important to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a world of waves. It's a world of sound. That's why aesthetically sound is so pleasing to us. It's yeah. so calming to us. That's why it's things that we should give ourselves in the womb. It's representations and dreams we're going to have. And there's sound waves we push through, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. for the baby. Because they can recognize that shit Absolutely. early. Absolutely. Early. They can recognize that shit instantly. That's not by accident. I don't believe in coincidence. Uh-huh. That's because that's where we come from. That's, mm-hmm. that's where we resonate. So now, we were put into a low frequency world having to learn to manage our frequencies learning to manage our energy that's what magic is learning you know what i mean to summon things but that also you, there has there's a security that has to come with that there's a protection and peace that has to come with that as well you know what i mean i'm a summoner i can't be summoned i don't be summoned you know what i mean that's why i move just certain ways about certain things even how certain rhetoric is given to me i won't i won't respond to it i'll ignore it you know what I mean? Because now they kind of believe on you. You can find a better way to say this or you ain't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what it is. You know what I mean? It could be the old, old ass cracker I was experiencing when I was a kid. Pick that up, boy. Excuse me? Even even if it's good intentions. Even if you just call every boy, boy. I ain't your boy, nigga. You don't know how that sounded to me. That's, that's the privilege, you know what I mean, that white people have where they, they can't understand that. So, I don't dislike white people. I don't fuck with racist white people. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't even dislike them. I just don't fuck with them. Yeah. I respect them because they are who they are. But yeah. I don't fuck with them because I am who they don't fuck with. I don't fuck with anyone who doesn't why fuck with I, me. Yeah, on I, any level. 
Even when it's backhanded little sneak shit, I, I just won't fuck with you. And I won't make no scene about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm more Nick Cannon and Drumline. Like, I'm going to be cool. And then when it's my time to perform, I'm going to get out here and hit these drums. But I don't need to be over the top. and You know what I mean? I don't, no one needs to do that. That's yeah. the, the little kid that's looking for attention and validation through people. And again, I know because I was that kid. <laughs> Been there and done that. <laughs> So now it's time that we grow up. You feel me? Now it's time we become who we're trying to become. And at yeah. any age, we see that being how your life is established in the 40s. That's what you want to carry out. Some people don't come when they are to their 60s. I've met older people like that when I was on the East Coast. Like, older people just getting married. Like, you know, in the 50s. Just meeting each other. Several reasons. Didn't date. Was a widower. You know what I mean? Divorcee. Just several reasons. They were like, all right, I'm about to date again in the 50s need what they know now to be the love of their lives into the 60s and the 70s and some of them people go on to live 90s to 100 yeah. you know what i mean i think for us it's that's another form of magic it's just the will to live it's the will to go on like look at anybody really fighting cancer has plagued my life tremendously you know what i mean and i think it is it's hopefully it's because i'm never burdened with it and so i think i'm just gonna have to experience it a lot through other people and I had to build that strength and understanding, like, I can be connected to this person, but their fight is, I can't be connected to their fight. I don't know what they're going through. And sometimes we diminish what someone's going through because we try to be a part of it. And you're only a part of the parts you see. <laughs> you don't know what they got to deal with when they go home. You don't know what they do when they're alone. You have no idea what this person's going through. So I don't use rhetoric like that. I don't talk to people like that because I don't know. It's a lie. I'm not about to come off lying to you when I care about you. I don't care about you. I don't care what I say to you. <laughs> it's irrelevant. <laughs> I wouldn't probably be talking to you. <laughs> you just picked up some shit that triggered you, but I wasn't even talking to you for real. I don't know you'd even be upset with you. I don't care enough to be upset with you. You know what I mean? I'm so far to my purpose, it prevents me from doing all these other things. People, like, that's why I know what they're insinuating when they're like, how do you find time to do all these things? It's, I'm doing... The things that I want to do, that's it. <laughs> You're focusing on the things that aren't getting done because of what I focus on. I'm not focusing on those things. I'm not trying to stay away from them all. I'm not trying to not go to the club. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not trying to fucking miss out on dates and miss out on trips and shit. I be having shit to do. And the thing that I feel is most important at this time comes to all of that shit. I have to make that important. Because if I don't, the people that's a part of it and everybody's around it won't make it important either. Why would they make it important to them if they see this is mine and it ain't even important to me? I don't even take care of it. That's the first way to know if this is important to you or not. You know what I mean? And that's a journey. People also associate taking care of with keeping perfect. That's not, no. You got to build your consistency with it. I see a lot of jokes with like, you know, plant parents. And I love comedy. I love jokes. I never take jokes offensively when people make a joke like, oh my God, I keep killing my plants. Yes, this is a way I, I tell people you shouldn't speak this way, but while you are right now, and this is who you've accepted, this is who you are, that's cool. Embrace that. You know what I mean? <laughs> figure out how you're going to stop keeping, figure out how to keep them alive. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, cool, haha, <laughs> funny, you feel me? But like, now, nah, how you going to keep them alive? Because I feel like a part of you now has expressed you care. Yeah. You just don't know how to articulate you care. So you, it's fun. That's what people do when they're nervous. They crack a little corny joke. They've got corny jokes saved up just for when they're nervous. <laughs> Take the, 
the attention off your nervousness now it's on this corny joke. I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I get again I've been here. Not over here. Over here. <laughs> I get over it, here. yeah. Over here. Oh uh, 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 uh. <laughs> follow my figure. <laughs> Not my word. <laughs> so it's like I I get it, you know what I mean? And and that's the humility a lot of people I feel like are instilling in themselves and can instill more into themselves so we can have these type of conversations, you know what I mean, healthily. Because a lot of the shit I got to say about people going to come out aggressive. I don't know. I was raised in that. I haven't given myself another way to say it yet. And honestly, too, I don't think it's even that important to deliver. If you worried about the message, I don't care about the delivery. Just give me the message. I'll get my fortune through a cookie. I don't just give it to me. I don't care where it comes from. Does it work? That's what I care about. Can I use this? Is this poisoning me? Or is this medicine? Because it can only be one or the other. You know what I mean? Those are the things I care about. And and I learned as I started caring about those things more, it just gave me less time to care about anything else. It gave me less time to care about the shit that's not important to me. Yeah. So in retrospect, it's people trying to feel special and feel like, oh, he's choosing not to care about me. No, I'm just caring about the things I want to care about. So there's a whole bunch of shit that's going to miss out. And the confidence level depicted was depicted by how I was speaking to myself. I was thinking to myself at that time, oh, man, I got to stay in and do magic. I'm going to miss out. And now where I think I get to stay in and do this, and they're going to miss out on me. <laughs> I would have made the party better. I would have made the event better. I'm bringing more jokes. I'm bringing references. I'm bringing the shit that I actually do all day, the research, to study. Like, all of that's to put into people's lives. It's to educate. I send people movies because there's references and shit in this movie I feel like pertains to you or that you would understand. I make connections. That's what I do. You know what I mean? This shit ain't random. It's never random. It's chess. It looks like a bunch of moves until your king is backed into a corner. You're like, oh, wait now. <laughs> yeah, uh, checkmate, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's what you was doing there. Oh. Huh. And they was trying to distract you the whole time, distracted themselves from what they should be doing. That's karma. That's how that works instantly. That's how I know it's going to happen, by just watching people. Because I know how life works, because I do it right. I live. I'm happy. I'm content. I don't have no regrets. I'm at peace. <laughs> I've cut off anybody that a person be like, you can't cut them off. This is such and such. I've done it. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Sometimes I've done it just to show myself I could do it. This is a challenge. They was pushing me, so I pushed back. I pushed them down. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're in a pushing match? Shit, you set that tone, fam. I'm just showing you, you can't push harder than I can push. You can't endure what I can endure. Endure what I can endure, excuse me. Like, you just ain't there. And I know you ain't there. I watch how you live your life. And it's not disrespect, it's just truth. I have to live the truth. That means I have to know where I am and what's going on. You feel me? In a lot of situations, it's just felt like I feel like enemies, you know what I mean? I feel like people are just, they want what you got. I mean, people know that feeling. Everyone knows that feeling. Yeah. Someone's giving you that look. Yeah. It could be your nigga. It could be the shoes you got on. It could be your coat. It could be your job. It could be your life. But somebody's look at you like, that should be mine. And the kicker about this world, especially for a nigga, is a lot of people are going to look at you like that. Yeah. And the kicker for that is some of them niggas can do something about that shit. <laughs> So now comes a greater responsibility, you know what I mean? And I've learned you get, you know, you get bees with honey, not shit. Yeah. 
Because I can be that nigga. Like, Drake, Jay-Z, you know what I mean? They can be that nigga. They really want something, they gonna go get it. So there's a level of peace and humility that has to come from not being Godzilla and tearing up Tokyo every time I want to go get a fucking sub. Like, <laughs> yo, Beyonce, I'm hungry. <laughs> bring out the fleet. Bring out the Rolls Royces. Give me all them 10 chains. Give me all them shoes. Y'all better keep y'all's girlfriends in the house. <laughs> bring them pit bull puppies. Bring Blue. Ice her out, too. Ice her out, too. <laughs> She's a stepmommy magnet. <laughs> and niggas be cool you know what I mean there's times where I dumb myself down in the room cause clearly somebody wanted this moment and they need it maybe I don't never need that moment I see the moment I see nobody's taking advantage of the moment there's a bunch of cool people in here shit let me stir up a vibe <laughs> and then I let it go I have the detachment and understanding to let it go I don't try to fucking become the ringleader and go change my outfit come back out <laughs> This night has to be about me. That's what I love. Oh, he's talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Loved that part about the movie. When he came out with the king's hat, uh-huh. had Buddy on the leash, I said, oh, yeah, he done lost it. <laughs> he done lost it. Freddie Mercury's left the building. Yeah. Buddy was on the moon, man. You could tell me that's, that's when that arrogance is taking over. Nobody can tell you nothing. And the kicker with that is not even other people. Like, nobody can tell you nothing, even yourself. So you can't even tell yourself, tone it down. Yo, ch- yo, wait, we love them. You gonna talk to them like that? Shut up, I'm in charge. More drinks. <laughs> Who was this filthy whore in front of me at the bar? Yo, that's your mom. Yo, get her out. Security. <laughs> she gave me life. I'm giving her the door. Security. <laughs> She's trying to get the last of the hit. It's like it becomes anyone can get it. You become a monster. And it's funny that people want to create monsters, but nobody can stop a monster. I always watch that part of the movie. Every single time when they get to that piece, they make the monster. The monster initially does what they created him to do. And then they're just like, all right, about to go to the Bahamas. And then the monster just start fucking up their house. (laughs) Start chasing their neighborhood kids away. They're like, now, wait a minute, why would he... And the whole time in the movie, I'm like, why, what else did you think this motherfucker was going to do? So I was going to hibernate? You made a fucking monster. Like, what did, what did you... Oh, idiots. They always be like 70 and 80. You've been on Earth for 70 and 80 years, and you ain't got enough insight to know not to create a fucking monster. What have you been doing this whole time? Nothing. Absolutely. Playing fucking backgammon, Jenga, and Monopoly. And watching Jumanji. I don't know. It's all shit that I just feel like it'd be in a parallel universe that niggas just do every day. You know, there's no growth involved in this. It's like purgatory. You just stay. <laughs> that would suck. I love changing rooms. I love going into new rooms and new spaces. You get new inspirations. You get new ideas. I love experiencing new things. You know what I mean? The things that I attract. It's all about attraction. Yeah. It's all about not running away from what you dislike, but going towards what you like. Because naturally, you're going to start creating distance from what you don't like. And two, you're not dealing with all the emotional recoil. You're not dealing with all the backlash and animosity that comes with facing the things you don't like. Because sometimes they want you to like them. 
they don't want to be disliked. They haven't dealt with that rejection of their life. They haven't had enough people tell them no. Or, Ew, you ugly. <laughs> or, I don't want to be with you. So now they feel like people have to be with them. They don't know how to detach. And they got to meet me. It's just terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I see why they call Lucifer the Lord of the Underworld. Like, the thoughts and ideas start off so skewed sometimes. And I leave from vengeance. And then I gotta calm myself down. Like, no, no, no. Like, you would break this little motherfucker. Like, you can't do that. Like, just be the bigger person. Or sometimes I become the catalyst. I'm the one that's about to force you to deal with the passing issue. You about to motherfucking detach from me. <laughs> After you get attached. Which is something I have to even pace myself with. I can't, oh, that's why I knew I couldn't always be myself in certain environments. Because people get weird. Yeah. They get mad weird. They get clingy. But not clingy in like in a traditional, like kind of how the movies do it kind of way. More in a loitering, like they just, they're making excuses why they're hanging around. They start to become delusional, you know what I mean? And they can't even give you your praise for like, damn, I'm just hanging around because I want to hang around you. But it's always like, oh, you know, work let me go, so here I am. Like, nigga, you could have went somewhere else. You didn't have to come here. <laughs> me and Shorty got an argument, so here I am, like... <laughs> Could have went to the park, my nigga. You could have. You don't have to come here. If you're not coming here for me, you don't. You don't have to come here. I don't want you ever to feel obligated to have to be around me because you don't have to be around me at all. And so I happen now become the catalyst, and I can tell by their energy. Like you ain't used to people talking to you like this, and that's shocking to me because this is the only way I fucking talk to people. So <laughs> we're at a disconnect. <laughs> And I talk to people these ways out of love, you know what I mean? But again, someone who loves you would try to understand that. Someone who doesn't want to know you, someone who doesn't care for you or doesn't love you, will never try to understand where you're coming from. They're always going to assume the worst about you. You hurt their feelings. They still ain't got over some shit. So now every time you get in a situation, they visualize you as that person that you were. If if you were yelling at them, if you were distant from them, that's all they can accept that you are. Because that's what's safe for them. You know what I mean? It's unsafe to get to know a person. Because you may not like their ass. I see that instantly what people do with their food. Like, I don't want to try that. It might be nasty. Yeah. You don't do good with meeting new people, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't always want to be the reacher, but... I see a connection between the fact that, you know, you don't like trying new things. And meeting new people is all about trying new things. That's yeah. that's what hippies are to me. That's it. People can try to associate them with flowers and t-shirts and no brawls and frolicking and, and drugs. But nah, a hippie is just a person who does not care. A person who has accepted their place in this world and they still want to, they see the beauty in it. So they still want to live their life. You know what I mean? They've slowed down. So now on their journey, they get to appreciate the flowers. And a lot of times, we're, we're in a rush. We're moving so fast. We can't even see the scenery. We don't even know what's happening. So by the time we get tired, like we do, and we slow, we're forced to slow down. Now we're forced to see behind us. We're forced to look at everything we just, the time we just wasted. Instead of, again, still just looking at the beauty yeah. ahead of us. That's gone. That's behind you now. You wasted that time. Move on. 
Yeah. You took advantage of that time. Great. Move on. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> That's what they mean when they say every day you can change your life. Because we're not even, this time shit ain't even real. <laughs> this is just your journey. You decided, I'm going to be healed and married and three kids by 19. Life ain't decided that for you. Your actions and your habits and your decisions didn't decide. Because some people had that. You know what I mean? Some people was disciplined enough to say, at 19, I'm going to have this. I'm going to give it to myself. And they still have that at 60. Others got that, and they hit 21. Like, we need to see other people. <laughs> Love you. But uh, I'm pretty sure there's more out there. Um, Respectfully, positive. though. <laughs> I haven't even been to Taiwan. I haven't even... I don't like noodles. I haven't even been to China. I don't like fried rice. Yeah, we definitely need to see other people. <laughs> I'm not giving them like, fried rice like for nobody. And french fries. I can love you, but I can't love anybody through those kind of conditions. I can't. I love you from a distance now, but I can't be in love with you unless we can fucking pig out and eat. You ain't like, you ain't known me until we done been in a food induced coma. And I mean, it's a coma when you wake up and it's just half eating shit everywhere and the thing you ain't touched yet, it's looking good too. Like, What's that, Flynn? Let me get a little bit of that. <laughs> I passed out, fork in hand. Done. The people who've seen that closely is pretty much just the kids. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were little and I had other babies. Yeah. So all the boys laying there, shirt off, just eating. <laughs> <laughs> Food all over your stomach and chest. You just eating. Shit in my beard. We just going. Cause we all hungry. I'm stressed, and I'm a stress eater through and through. And I and I and I can still say that it's funny, like confidently, because I moderated it. I dealt with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was to a point, just like with drinking. It was a point that I accepted, like this is gonna be a part of my life. Yeah. So, be responsible with it, cause you're gonna do this. That, it's not something that you can. I'm not going, and I'm not a cold turkey kind of no. person. I don't just give shit up. I just do it a little less, less, less. And then sometimes I'm just like, eh. But even with steak, like, I'll eat steak here and there. I used to be a steak eater. Really? Oh, man. This is, like, the street day. This is when niggas was in the streets. (laughs) And it's hard to eat healthy out there because there's so many energies. And I'm in that, you in that primal, animalistic, you know what I mean? They eat meat. I'm in gorilla mode. Like, they eat meat. (laughs) They eat eat vegetables, too. (laughs) But certain animals will eat meat to exude their dominance. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, that's what time it is. So I love the wolf. Like, it's just all those those representations. And I had to roll them into one for my own survival. And then it's like, it's like, it's, it's literally like having a pet. And a lot of people get pets because they're in emotional distress. And then when you get out of that situation, you're just like, okay, like, I did use you for that. But obviously, I'm not getting rid of you, so... <laughs> You realize through all that struggle, y'all actually build a beautiful relationship. That's why you don't want to get rid of them. You want more. And now, too, you want to experience some rest and some peace. You know what I mean? Like, that's what people don't understand about the role I'm taking and what I've accepted with even wanting to be like a king. Like, when you have to make certain moves in that position, the whole kingdom feels this move. You're not going through this alone. 
So then it's easier to come back and, you know, have revels and celebrate and, and enjoy each other. Because when I was stressed and when I was going through that pressure, like, they was right there with me. And I haven't had that. I've always had people around, but I felt like I was the only one holding shit up. Like, I had everybody else had their arms. I was the only one with my arms up holding the weight. Like, yo, it's a lot of people. Someone want to help? And I'm not the type of person at that time to ask for help. So I'm just going to send off the energy to everyone in the room. <laughs> Jumping on them from person to person. You a bitch ass nigga. You a bitch ass nigga. You a bitch ass nigga. Like you really going to sit around and watch all of us bust our ass and you ain't going to do shit. And don't ever hit me. And I've seen people and I am one of them people. So don't ever hit me with an excuse. You too busy or you too tired. Because I'm guaranteeing I'm more tired than you. But I'm holding this shit up. Because that's what I need to fucking do. So you in this moment are you showing me how you live your life? It ain't nothing that I dislike, but it ain't nothing I respect either. So you decide what you want from people if you want to be liked or respected. I don't care if I'm liked. <laughs> people have no choice but to respect me. It's the only thing I'll allow. Or you won't do anything else. You won't be a lot of my space. I'll tune you up. You can walk with just an inch of us bumping into each other. And in my universe, you don't exist. There's nothing right there. Niggas be pointing at you at the refrigerator. They right there. I don't see nobody. I don't know who you. But why y'all playing this joke? I don't see nobody. <laughs> they talking right now. That's the wind blowing. Let me close the window. Damn, wind a little stinky today. <laughs> Must be garbage day. None of this shit floating through this wind. It forces you to live the life that you want to live. And it's hard because you resent that life some days. Some days you hate it. Some days you want to run away from it. Mm-hmm. But logic could tell you, like, you're taking this shit with you. <laughs> Can't move out your city, move to another city, and shit will get better. If the black cloud following you, you just took that shit to the new city. So the, now the old people in the city are grateful because you took the cloud away from here, but you created a whole new problem. You were trying to put out one fire and you fucking sloppily did that and created three more. The whole other one, like. Because you don't even know the technique to putting out fires, but hey, you sure do know how to start them. Because people have accepted themselves to this or that roles. They don't understand the yin and yang. So in their lives, it's that simple. If I'm not the firefighter, if I'm not the one putting out fires, I guess that makes me the, the fire starter. No. <laughs> I feel like, personally, on a romantic level, but that's not so romantic to me because I'm a real hopeless romantic. But on a romantic level, a lot of people who were the fire starters became the firefighters. Yeah. So it's still the yin and yang. The person who started the fire is now the person who's putting them out. It's the same person. It's the same construct. There is no this or that. You know what I mean? We go through seasons. Sometimes I'm a writer, sometimes I don't write at all. I'll be a podcaster, let's talk. That's why I've given myself now those two outlets. You know what I mean? One sooner than the other. I've been writing my whole life. I ain't even talking my whole life. <laughs> I just started talking in adolescence and finding my voice. Yeah. And when I found it, I was like, oh. It's that moment in every biopic in James Brown where he's like, I'm James Brown. <laughs> It's that last look in the mirror of you not knowing who you are. Because now every time you look in a reflection, a puddle, your phone case, like, you know who the fuck you looking at. And it makes you happy. Because you know what it took to get here. 
You dig? Like, this wasn't no putty and you molded it together. This was a big block fucking stone and you had to chisel this shit. That shit builds muscle in you. It builds resolve in you. You know what I mean? It builds resilience. And those things, you can't buy that. You can't get that from school. You get that through participation. You get that through you facing your fears. And we gain those fears by exploring the world. Ain't wandering, you know what I mean? Not being a fear. Afraid to go to certain places. And then through maturity, we learn our limitations. We learn the rocks not to climb. Because I ain't about to get stuck in no fucking rock. No disrespectfully to the people who have. But I'm, that's not happening. So now I've learned my limitations to why I won't go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no, life is precious. I got some shit to do. I just feel like my ancestors and who my spirit was already does a lot. You know what I mean? Does a lot. I feel like it's a it's a worker, it's a protector, it's one of the guards. And they came into the spirits like, all right, who want to go to Earth? And I was like, <laughs> vacation. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's supervise. Well, you will have supervisors on Earth. We got here. What? No motherfuckers. They're called your parents. We got here like we have got to supervise us. <laughs> so now we walking through Earth. <laughs> I need to talk to your manager. I am my manager. <laughs> you talking to him. <laughs> and that's a different life, man. This shit is a vacation to me. It's a beach. And the people I watch daily how they limit themselves. You know what I mean? Like, they just want to go to the beach. Like, my representation of how a person feels about the beach is how I feel about the earth. Like, I want to visit the earth like that. The cold parts, the warm parts, yeah. the wet parts, the earthy parts. I want to yeah. see the world the like that. The world is my beach. <laughs> I want to see all of it. The jungle, the rainforest. I'm, I'm going to see all of it. All your, people are going to see the real fucking me. That's what's so funny. That's why I'm excited to do this too in my 30s. Because it comes out in a lot of people in like their 50s and 60s where they just let their guard down. Yeah. I've been seeing that shit with Will Smith. It's like he's nine again. <laughs> and people are going to see me like that now. Because I'm like that, but it just, it has to mean something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to ball when I get back. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to need like the first few days just to take all that shit in before I can even do anything. Because I ain't going to be able to process it. It's going to be in my head like, wow. 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 I need at least 20 reasons to go back. 20 <laughs> strong. <laughs> reasons. Maybe 30. But we had 20 reasons right now. Because I might be. You said that was a one-way ticket. No, it was a round trip. Well, I might just oh, chalk up that bread. Because I. Anybody in Africa trying to go back? He even canceled a lot the second half. Anybody that looked like me trying to go back to America? <laughs> I got kids and friends there. You can have it. I swap lives right now. <laughs> I need that, man. But I would never be able to leave everybody back. Because I'm coming back to get it. Like, Africa's the boot. Oh. That's going to be so beautiful. You just listened to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback and Facebook at Good Life Podcast The Kickback. 
Make sure you're watering your plants, everybody. Subscribe, share, and love.